from a bar mitzvah at the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem to a temple procession in Taipei. The people of our world are passionate about their beliefs. Are you listening? Tune in to the sounds of your world on Radio Taiwan International. You're listening to Radio Taiwan International, and I am Natalie So. Up this hour, we have some great music for you on just the classics. But first, join us for a live recorded version of Here in Taiwan. Okay, so uh, Taiwan has its first um, vaccine tours, right, to uh, nearby Guam. We'll be talking mm -hmm. about that. Also, there's this um, special desk that is designed for cat owners. Really cool. Designed here in Taiwan. Oh, really? Okay. Really cool desk. Uh, I have a cat, so I'm excited about that. <laughs> and um, there are some new creative ways to hold classes these days. And Olympic athletes from Taiwan are making some online exercise videos. You can exercise with Olympic athletes. How exciting. Those stories and more are coming right up. Did I say welcome to here in Taiwan? You didn't. Okay. <laughs> oh, let me say it then. Welcome to here in Taiwan. And it is Tuesday, July 6th for yep. those of us uh, li watching live on Facebook. And Wednesday, July 7th for those of us on the radio. And in the studio, we have Shirley Lynn. Hi there. And I'm Natalie. So, so join us. Okay, Shirley, I want to hear about these Olympic athletes doing these exercise videos. That sounds like fun. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're talking about here specifically from the National Taiwan Normal University. Uh, that would be Sida, right? Yeah. And uh, they launched a series of online home exercise videos. And who are featured? Olympic athletes. Wow. Okay. What kind of exercises are they doing? Okay, so um, there are quite a few. Um, there, uh, There's gymnastics. There's swimming, swimming. Well, I, mean, I guess that's I mean, hard. Are these in, the, in the video, they're doing in the gymnastics video. in the video. I, you know what? I it says that there are nine Olympic athletes from the university in the video, along with another who's already now a captain of the school's men's basketball team. So maybe it's not all of them, but I do have. Wait a minute. But it says that yeah, no, no doubt they are. These are the ones. Well, maybe not teaching how to swim, since you can't be in a swimming pool <laughs> unless your unless your tub in the house is big enough for you to swim in it. But but it says that it includes these athletes, though. So I guess they kind of help out each other in making these videos. I would think. That's so nice. And of them. yeah, so there's um, there's you know I'm not going to say their names. It's such a, a pain to read their names. But there's a gymnast. There's a swimmer. There are two archers, um, two weightlifters one shooter, one track and field, and one karate. And there are three alumni, too, from the university. There is a tennis player, Lu Yanxun, is actually from NTNU. I had no idea. And then shooters, too, uh, two shooters uh, who are also alums, okay, of the school. So basically, there are 10 new videos, all right? And they include sessions on, oh, sorry, here we go. They are actually on weight training, Stretching, jazz, dancing, and Latin aerobics. Wow, sounds like Latina fun. Aerobics. Sounds like yeah. pretty something we can all get into. Yeah, Nothing that's right. Like, you know, um, 
what gymnastics and um, you know something. Oh like yeah, right. That, that would have been hard. Really difficult. Okay, but you you've got weights at home, and so do I. So we can actually watch these videos and start doing some <laughs> real, you know, strength training here. But um, so actually, they've done videos before. They had. 24 videos before but this is these 10 new ones are nothing like the ones they did before and um, actually the ones they did before those 24 videos they attracted 40,000 views so anyway so keep supporting them because I think these are supposedly going to be very different and better quality videos and um, fun more fun to watch Do you have the link Shirley um, you know what oh, you know, we it can did, provide the link I'm sure we, yeah I'm sure well we can look it, it doesn't up. have the link but you if you yeah if you enter the schools um, I don't know go to the schools um, website I guess they would have it it's uh, National Taiwan Normal University yeah, we'll try to get you a link here but you know here it says that as of Sunday which is Sunday the fifth no the fourth it says 61 Taiwanese athletes across 17 sports have qualified for the games so oh, I'm thinking great. we're sending 61 so Taiwanese far, right? athletes to Tokyo, the yeah. Tokyo Olympics. That's great. Yeah, I've been wanting to know how many we're sending, but that sounds pretty good, you know, 61. So, you know what? I was just thinking, you know how Japan is giving us more vaccine doses? That's right. They and announced I think it today. Yeah, which is really Over thankful. A very, very thankful and really exciting. But I'm thinking that maybe because they really want more Taiwanese people to go to the Olympics maybe <laughs> and support them the games or something because we're not far we're only four hour flight away well there i think that taiwan is showing a lot of support for us lately i mean this is their second big donation of over a million vaccines we have a major shortage yeah. we have our biggest outbreak outbreak actually today there's only 27 local cases which is yay good news yeah so that's the, a, is that the lowest um number? I, or i don't remember close to the lowest pretty, anyway. like the second day in a row that's in its 20s which is yeah. not much at all right for the no. whole nation right and um you know just a few weeks ago we we're dealing with hundreds yeah like 300 so you know, it's come down people have been good citizens staying at home and washing their hands and wearing mm -hmm. their masks mm -hmm. So we're really excited about that. But we do have a vaccine shortage. Um, only about 10% of the people here are vaccinated. And mm. we don't have that many vaccines on hand. No, we don't. So we, don't. we actually, most of our vaccines have been donated to us. We had yeah. 2.5 million from the U.S. And now over 2 million from total Jap from Japan. Japan. So we were very grateful. Mm -hmm. um, Japan has also come out recently. Their defense minister and their deputy prime minister has said they will help defend us. They will need to defend Taiwan uh, militarily <laughs> if we get attacked by China. So I feel Japan's support yeah. in many ways recently. You want to say, you want to know how to say thank you in Japanese? I do. Aliato? Arigato. Arigato. Yeah, arigato. Arigato. Thank Arigato. you. Arigato. Japan. We appreciate it. And we hope that the Olympics go very well. Yeah, We're very really. excited about the Olympics. We're glad they're being held. It's really happening. Yes. <laughs> yeah, finally. We do have a couple people saying hello to us here. We have uh, Joshua Buendia saying happy rainy day here in the Philippines. Oh, okay. It's raining over there. And then Dibashis Gopes, and he says he wants to wish success to us, or I guess the athletes probably, yeah, right? Yeah, great. So that's wonderful. Um, all right, I'm going to share about this this cat invention. <laughs> this is kind of dear to my heart. Okay. I know. Look oh. at, can you, I don't know if you can zoom in on this, Shirley. Yeah, I'll but try. it's really but cool. But stay away from this, though, because it's in the way. All right. So what it is, is this uh, desk design 
that so that you can co-work with your cat. And because, you know, yeah. Taipei homes wow, are cool. fairly small. Most people That's live nice. in apartments. See if I can. And basically, um, they were inspired by those cat trees where people, you know, cats can climb up certain levels and go to different compartments. And so basically, this desk has three levels. There's the desk, and then there's one level here where the cat can stay, and another level here with the big ball where the cat can just stay in the ball and, and look at you in such a cute little round little thing, you know. And then wow. there's like two layers right here where he can just hang out and lie down. And then on the on the feet side, on the left side, there's like this um, other place where he can walk around and play. Well, you know what? It's not even <laughs> an ugly desk. It lo looks and, very and nice. No, it looks nice. It's made of <laughs> nice wood. It's it was um, designed by two uh, students at Shida University. Oh, definitely and cat lovers too. Let me see. Oh wow! So students. They yeah. Oh. So actually, they already got a patent for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And um, it was actually recognized by the Golden Pin Design War Award this year. Okay. So we got a recognition at an award. And I, I know that um, cat owners, you mm -hmm. know, do want spaces for their cats. I mean, cats yeah. were like, you know, like from my husband, he's been at home all this time. So the cat is, our cat has gotten really close to him. <laughs> but the cat will like sit like right on the computer, yeah. you know, or right next to, in front of it. So it's good that, you know, that little desk has a lot of spaces for the cat. Oh. Otherwise, he's going to encroach into your space because he wants to be close to you. And he doesn't Are you itching to buy this desk? No, I'm oh. not. But I thought it was pretty cool. You're going to make sure you have space for it. I don't. Do you? No, we don't. We don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I want less things in my home. But, but I do like the desk. Okay. I'm just saying that hmm. um, it's good for cat owners. I mean, when we first got our cat and my son was like, wait. Can we buy a cat tree? I'm like, what's a cat tree? <gasps> and then I looked and it's like four <laughs> level gigantic thing. I'm like, no, we're not taking that home. You crazy? And he was like, why not? I'm like, oh my gosh. So this is like to meant to be a cat tree and okay. let you work at the same right. time. Wow. Sounds like a very smart idea. I think that's great. Well, you can replace your husband's desk, current desk for this. <laughs> Right? I'll show it to him. See yeah. What he says. Right. Try to so, convince him. I mean, I if you guys have pets, like how do you um, co-work with your pet if you're working at home? I, I mean, know. does your pet with keep you COVID, company? You work does, from does home. Does your cat like stay right next to you or your dog? Does he like hang out with you when you're working? That'd be kind of interesting to find out. I know that, I mean, our cat does really just hang out with us. Especially with my husband, like he'll go right plop right on his computer right on the keyboard. Like, how can you yeah, work that way? So, <laughs> they they do like to get close to you. So it's mm. kind of nice um, that because to have pet, this desk. <laughs> yes, pets are becoming more popular in Taiwan. In fact, they probably outnumber children by now. Right. So um, a lot of people, whether they're singles or they have families, um, they like cats and dogs yeah i mean actually you just reminded me there was an article talking about how you know there are some you know you have to work from home but then there are some people who work, who live by themselves and if you work from home all day long you feel so lonely so now a lot of people are like getting pets so that they have they have company you know right. when really, they live by themselves it really makes a difference i have a friend who's a single woman and mm -hmm. she's not planning to get married you know and she's a mm. high-powered career woman but she has two dogs really and so when she comes home she's like greeted like with so much affection and you know <laughs> she cooks for her dogs oh, and, wow. and she takes really good care of them i mean they bring you so much joy and companionship so uh -huh. they're good for single people too and yeah. of course kids and elderly people and you know i think everyone 
could enjoy a pet if uh, they wanted to. But anyways. Yeah, you probably um, don't know about this, but my son was trying to convince me and my husband to get a pet. Oh, really? <laughs> a cat or a dog? They said it doesn't matter. He said it doesn't matter you as long should. as there's a pet. Because um, he was saying that, you know, we're becoming empty nesters, you know. That's he said that idea. while he's home, he will take, help take care of the pet. Oh, that's nice. But once he gets married or move out, then, you know, I said, then bring the pet with you. <laughs> so have you, have you, con- are no, you considering I, it? I, no, are sorry. Are you afraid of what? What are you afraid of? Um, I, I don't know. I just, because uh, I've never had a pet except for birds and fish, which is very different. I haven't had a pet before too, but so, then we all love it. Oh my gosh. I was like, why didn't I get one earlier? I should have got one 10 years ago. Really? When huh? the kids are growing up. They're, I, actually, cats are really pretty easy to take care of. Because that's the thing. I was afraid of all the trouble of taking care it's of not, them. Cats are super easy. Because I think cats are easier to take care of than dogs. They, probably. they they take care of their own mess. Yeah. I don't know. What I don't are you know. afraid of? Let's convince Shirley. If you're a pet <laughs> owner, why should Shirley get a pet? <laughs> All right. Try to convince me if you can. But um, <laughs> but they're, they're very, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you something for health reasons. If you have a cat, you're a 30% less likely to have heart disease. Really? You know what they do? They help you um, lower your blood pressure. No, really? Yeah. I mean, seriously, because whenever you interact with a, a cat... You can't be serious. You just, oh. you just relax. You, you get in a whole different mode. Wow. So it's actually really good for relieving pressure. And so I've noticed that everyone in my family will go and, and play with the cat sometime during the day. Uh-huh. And it just makes you feel better. Wow. De-stress. It's a I great see. way to de-stress. Oh, Jen Delari sent us something. <laughs> what is that? Can you take a look? Crystal Frazier? What's that about? Oh, I, 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 I can't see it. Yeah, I'm afraid oh, okay. to I'm lose. Yeah, I'm connection. I'm gonna look at what I... she's saying. Okay. Oh, uh, oh, there's some people talking about their dogs. Oh uh, yeah. Ooh, okay. Doggies. Ooh. I mean, they're great Very companions. Nice so if you want like someone who's super ex- extremely affectionate, you might want to get a dog. Mm-hmm. If you want someone a, a pet that's less care, you know, mm-hmm. you might want to get a yeah. cat. Okay. So you can consider. Anyway. Yeah. Well, our colleague John is trying to convince me to get a rabbit from the shelter. Ah, oh, that's Because there idea. are hundreds of rabbits there. Rabbits that are probably really pretty easy, home. too. Right. right. I don't know. If you've seen, I been following John, he's been posting pictures great. of him. and Yeah. And, They're uh, really a source of <laughs> a good way to de-stress. Mm-hmm. And it keeps your husband occupied <laughs> when you're at work, right? So he's not so lonely. <laughs> oh, He's oh, fine with his Crystal is my roomie. And that's a picture of our Korg Ada. Oh, so he's... Oh, that's her Corgi. dog. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, my Beautiful gosh. Beautiful dog. So Beautiful. Cute. Adorable. <laughs> all right. So... All right. all right. Think about it, Shirley. Okay. <laughs> so, Shirley, tell us about some creative ways that people are holding classes... Oh, professors you, I know you won't believe this. We're talking about some professors that are so considerate. And we're talking about professors at the Changgen, um, what is it, University of Science and Technology. And uh, we're talking about the healthcare nutrition department. So what the professors do is that they actually um, would uh, get delivery service to deliver like food ingredients, you know, all those uh, crops and grocery to the student's house. And if the if the student doesn't have an electronic scale, like you know, to weigh the food, they'll they'll send an electronic scale for wow. you to along with the whole package. 
because they think that they don't want the students to get out of the way to get out of the house and shopping and what if they get COVID, you know, and things like that. So they're being very considerate. And that's what they do. So they have them deliver and then they would have the students uh, make sure that they make a video and post on Facebook of how they make the food. But but that's not it. They want to make sure that their family members, that they get their dad or mom or aunt or grandmother or whatever to eat the food and rate the food, how it tastes, oh, wow. like a tasting test. And it says that, and then depending on how many people give you likes, then the top three students with the highest number of um, likes would add points to their grades. <laughs> now that is that's, very creative. That's getting that's, people involved, right? I Engaging know. a lot of people. It almost makes you, you know, feel like you're going back to elementary school, you know, well, <laughs> with I think uh, that, that kind of fun way of taking fun. class. I think we should do like stuff like that. I think, you know, the pandemic has made people kind of like brainstorm a lot more and getting more creative and innovative and everything. So that's definitely one very interesting way of doing a class here for um, healthcare nutrition, uh, you know, majors. And then, and then there is Kainan uh, University in Taoyuan. Um, they invited a Golden Bell Award winner. I think she's like um, a TV or radio celebrity. I'm not quite sure. Yang Kefan, um, to help students in making podcasts about uh, how to encourage with Taiwan as a topic, like how to encourage Taiwan. That kind of podcast That's program or video, whatever. Yeah. And, and so that's for students who are in the film uh, department or the information and communications department. And also for some juniors, uh, junior year, I mean, the third year students in, in, in the film department to uh, encourage them to like, I don't know, make a rap, a song with, you know, a rap song and how to use the rap song to encourage all the medical frontline workers. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So some just these interesting ideas that professors have come up with. I mean, you know, you, I, I can I, I think I can imagine being very boring just lecturing in front of, you know, um, the computer and and teaching a class that way. And I mean, students can get bored. But to think of creative ways to do a class that that can really engage the students, right? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And and students, they can uh, use their own creativity, their own mm -hmm. ideas, and I bet they'll get more um, excited about you know right. schoolwork and. Coursework. I don't know about rapping. I mean, I, you know, you, you know how some experts. I mean, they can rap so fast. I can never do that. My son tried too. Can and I was it? really amazed. <laughs> I think young people probably can do it better. Yeah, why is that? Because they've listened to it. And they can just come up with something really simple. Yeah. So something yeah. easy to say. How about your son? Do you think I they think can rap? I think that they have um, done raps. I, like they, I think they have actually yeah. in school. They had similar projects. Really? But they had to create a song or rewrite the lyrics to a rap or something. I think oh, I remember really? that. Yeah. Oh, so okay. It's not that unusual, but I think it's great that um, there's always a first time, right? Being creative, give it a try. Yeah, for what them it's not dancing? that hard. Street dancing? No, I don't think I've seen my kids street <laughs> dancing. <laughs> that I mean, looks like fun. Yeah, because I'm thinking that you know some of these students are probably not into rapping, not into making videos, but then I think you know for one thing, the professors are encouraging these kids to 
you know, have a try at something that's their first, you know. Yeah, really. Actually, if you never try, you never know. You know, and these are people, how fun kids in the broadcasting or, field. So yeah, it makes sense that they would uh, want to do stuff like that. Sure, sure. Cool. So some of the creative ways to do your class. So brainstorm. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it if they can do it. Okay, so we do have a uh, special tour to get vaccinated in Guam. Tell us about this. Well, we did talk about this before, about how Guam was cooperating with Taiwan and that they were thinking about having this, you know, travel vaccine bubble kind of thing to let Taiwanese people go and get vaccinated and a vacation at the same time. Well, it's happening because um, on Tuesday, today, I think this morning, they sent off the very, very first flight to Guam. And it's, it, they call it Air V&V, right? Vaccine v, and vacation. Right. V&V. So v. that's kind of nice. I kind of like that. Oh, I remember now. I think it was, I, I was doing here in town with John, and he said he really liked that. Air V&V. <laughs> yeah. So basically, and, and, and by the way, it's not a low number, 164 passengers on this very first flight to Guam to get vaccinated. And so... Um, it was tipped off when um, the government of Guam, they abolished the quarantine requirement for visitors as long as they show a negative PCR test, uh, you know, within 72 hours before the flight. That means three days before the flight, right? Yeah. And so um, they started, uh, they boarded the Tuesday flight. And um, what is it? They decided, you know, those 164 decided to do that because they're way too down the priority list for vaccines here in Taiwan. Mm. So that's why they chose to do this. And actually, they're going to be paying for the vaccines, though. They're not free. Mm -hmm. um, so I think you're in for paying quite a bill for this, though. Anyway, the day after arriving in Guam, the visitors can choose from three brands of jabs. There's Pfizer, there's Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. Wait, why do they say Pfizer? beyond tech they work together oh, okay so anyway um the first of the 164 passengers will be coming back on july 10th but then they're going to be spending 14 days in quarantine when they come back but then there are some others who opted to stay for more than 20 days they so want to get two doses. To, to get two doses well you so, must have a lot of free time on your hands i know right and money too yeah. Because you're staying in hotels. I'm, I'm betting maybe they're teachers because it's already summer vacation. Or, they don't or housewives. Or <laughs> housewives. Well, so so they're going to get go, get vaccinated without their husbands, right? I can't. Well, maybe their husbands can take three weeks off. Ooh. I know. I well, mean, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Guam is closer than the United States. Very close. Yeah. I know that people are doing that, going all the way to the United States. I mean, a lot of people usually do go to the U.S. for the summer, but... Um, right for for this year there's an extra incentive you you get to do a vaccine if you're there right i know so, i mean like you know for you and john and andrew this is a time when you guys want to go home to the I states do. right so it's like john was thinking about it because he's thinking i might as well just go home you know i get to spend time with my family and get vaccinated at the same time so but um the package tour does not include the fee for the vaccines which range from a hundred U.S. dollars for the Johnson Johnson shot to two hundred U.S. dollars for the Moderna or Pfizer. So, in addition to a two hundred dollar U.S. dollar for PCR testing, so that is a lot of money. <laughs> it is. I think the whole package. I mean, the vacation package is even more than that. Yeah. So anyway, but it's but, for people um, who have the time. 
with the and money. The money. <laughs> Not a bad option. It's closer, right? Right. It's closer right. flight than the U.S. Yeah. Um, so that's good to know. We're finding our way. And actually, Taiwan is opening up, um, you know, to priority groups, younger and younger people. So um, hopefully everyone will be vaccinated before we know it. Yeah. We're, In the next we're, few months. You and I are at the age that we can va- already register. We're registered for the vaccine. We don't know when we're getting them, but we've registered. Right. All right. So that's it for here in Taiwan. Uh, thanks for joining us. And um, for here in Taiwan, I'm Natalie So. And I'm Shirley Lin. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Listening to Just a Classics. I'm Paula Chow, the program host. The song you're listening right now is called The Californian Sunshine by Zhang Qingfang or Stella Zhang, a talented singer who has a nickname called The Invincible in the Music Scene. Zhang entered the music industry in the 1980s when she was a college student. She participated in the scene competition in 1984 and released her first album. A year later, she has released 30 albums since then.
Stella Dawn reached the heights of her singing career in the 1990s. How successful and popular was she? Well, she released a new album almost every year back then. In December 1992, her album titled The Light sold more than a million copies. The album also won her the Best Female Singer at the Golden Melody Award a year later. Here are the two songs from the album that I personally like a lot. One is called Man's talk, and the other is called Chujia or getting married. So when you're 
长着什么模样？有没有一卷长发和一颗温暖包容的心房？对或错有谁知道？能不能白头到老？有没有和我一样？我愿意生。You're listening to Just the Classics. I'm Paula Chow. Today I'm featuring music by Stella Zhang, a Taiwanese singer. The song you just heard is called Chu Jia, or Getting Married. Now I'm going to play a duet called Ju Qi Bu Ding, Not Sure or Undecided. Stella Zhang sang the song with another Taiwanese singer, Liu Qi. Yes. 
是说爱，顶尖聪明，有些时候却不解风情。曾经经历过几段感情，还是不太了解你的心。当做朋友，轻松惬意。
Stella Zhang is not only a singer, but also a radio and TV personality as well. She had her first radio show in the year 2000, and she also hosted a talk show on TV in 2001. A couple weeks ago, Zhang launched a campaign on Facebook calling on the public to support medical workers and take actions to help one another. The Facebook post received 40,000 likes in one day. Now I'm going to play another song called Yue Qing, The Moon Zither.
And that's all we have for this week's edition of Just the Classics, in which I'm featuring the music of Stella Zhang or Zhang Qingfang for Radio Taiwan International. I'm Paula Chow. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.